posters, I'm Danica, and you're listening to Death by Online, a podcast all about the weird world of the internet. Today's episode is a solo YOLO that I'm recording to let Natalie focus on GDC and the BAFTAs, where Immortality has already won multiple awards, so be sure to send her your congratulations. Now, on to the episode. I want to start this one off with a quote that I come back to time and time again as I navigate the current internet hellscape. In the words of Austin Walker, Y'all ever see a take so bad you are forced to immediately go to sleep? I remember when Austin made this post. It was following hot on the heels of the 2016 elections when the discourse bubble felt like it could pop at any moment. This tweet that has been shared thousands of times since has been an easy tool for anyone to use in the face of bad takes. You can retweet it and feel like you've contributed enough to the current conversation. You can quote tweet it and let your friends on the internet know what's got you feeling the need for sleep. You can simply scroll past it, nod your head in agreement, and feel like someone out there gets it. That's the beauty of a really, really good post. And as much as I love it, this episode isn't about that one tweet that Austin made in 2016. This episode is about what most people think of doing, want to do, or just straight up do upon seeing a take so bad and that is engage. We're talking discourse, baby. The good, bad, and in-between. Discourse at its purest form is communication. It is the spoken or written expression of thought. The word itself dates back to the 14th century and has been used in many different ways since then, but it all comes back to meaningful conversation. I mentioned in our last episode that I've never been much of a critical speaker. I have critical thoughts, sure, I overthink and analyze in my brain all the time. I have that sweet, sweet mental illness after all. I'm just not the best at getting my thoughts across in a way that makes me feel like I said what I wanted to say. That, by default, does not make me a great candidate for the act of discourse. It does, however, make me an excellent choice to be the topic of discourse. Let me give you an example. In episode three of Death by Online, I referred to myself as a bimbo. By definition, bimbo is not the nicest of words. It essentially means hot and stupid, which I feel is an accurate representation of myself most days. Now, I invite you to reminisce on the past with me. Hop in my time machine and let's travel back to June 2020, three months after we got the COVID stay at home order and everyone got overly eager on Twitter.com. Himbo is ableist. I find fetishizing someone's supposed lack of intelligence to be predatory. Why would you desire someone who seemingly has less power than you? Why is that sexy? Why is that different from preying on underage kids? It's not. Now your memories of this historical moment may not be as vivid as mine, but when I called myself a bimbo and made the choice to leave that line in our last episode, I did so knowing I ran the risk of maybe becoming feed for the discourse hungry. Discourse as we know it, in year three plus of a global pandemic that drove many of us to build a much closer relationship with online, is not so much a meaningful conversation as it is a source for unreliable information and temporary entertainment. It's a sign of relevancy, and while it may not be a good sign, it is more often than not the first sign. It can be something as simple as a poorly researched post about a current event that goes viral. It can be someone talking about their desire for easy mode in video games or stating their distaste for tomatoes. Anything anyone puts out there can very easily be taken in or out of context and ran with. In a recent Substack post by Bijan Steven, he wrote, The internet is a place where people post things, and crucially at this juncture, where people know what it means to post things. In other words, at this point, posting is performance. 
You do it with an awareness that other people can see what you're doing. Everyone knows that anything posted online can go viral and change the poster's life. This really stuck with me because it's true. We know what posting means. We witness discourse on a daily basis whether we want to or not. Remember when the Queen of England died? My timeline was filled with jokes, subtweets about how jokes weren't funny, and subtweets subtweeting the subtweets. Discourse can get so deep, you don't know if you're reading a subtweet about a bad take, a tweet about something genuinely important, or a meme in a format you haven't seen before, all connected to the same thing. I have friends who discourse real good. Most of them are writers, critics of some sort, or just generally very well-spoken. Even the best engagers of discourse get tired though. It's part of why discourse works. It affects us regardless of how we partake. I promise I'm not recording this episode to encourage all of you listening in to avoid discourse, especially if it makes you happy. I do, however, encourage everyone, including myself, to once in a while take a step back before hitting that tweet button, put on some pajamas, pull back those sheets, and remember these wise words. Y'all ever see a take so bad you are forced to immediately go to sleep? Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Death by Online. You can follow us on all social media at Death by Online, and you can send your burning questions to contact at deathby.online. You can find me pretty much anywhere online at Danica Harrod or just Danica, and we will see you next episode. Thank you.